Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. My name is Richard Davis, and this Abe Books podcast is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today, we're traveling to Northern Europe and visiting Vanta in Finland to learn about book selling in this part of the world. Our guests are Miko Vartanian and his daughter, Mary, and they run Moraine Books, a used and antiquarian family business in Vanta, which is just north of Helsinki. Now, this is going to be an education for me. I've interviewed booksellers all over the world, but never from Finland. So welcome, Miko and Mar Mary. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Um, and thank you for letting us to take part to your podcast. We've been listening to those earlier parts very keen here during these past weeks. Thank you very much. It's lovely for you to join us. Um, all right. So my first question is, is perhaps to you, Miko, can you start by describing your business to us? Yep, yeah, sure. Well, our business, as you already told us, is, is, is to sell antiquarian books. But, but first, we have to think this whole question from the point of Finnish people because people around the world see that Finland is somewhere behind a corner kind of or or somewhere in in the far end of the yard but from our point of view Finland is in the middle of everything as we see it and that brings us to this kind of business what we are doing selling books online which means that we think that we do about the same business that antiquarian bookshops do around the world. So so we don't see any difference of doing that business here in Finland or who else does it wherever in the world. But our our company, Moraine Books, is, is, is a family company. We run it with my wife and with two of our five children. So two of them are working with us. We have more than 30 years of experience dealing with books and antiquarian books. We have actually several companies we are running here. And actually the name to this antiquarian bookshop, Moraine Books, comes straight from our publishing company, which was called Moraine Publishing. And we have already sold this company to the biggest, or I, I could say major publishing company, in Finland, so we don't anymore have that. But as a, as a member of that, we we named this new international antiquarian bookshop of of ours, Moraine Books. Well, we have been doing this business in Finland uh, on domestic basis for the 30 years. We we opened several brick and mortar shops in the beginning, but now we're closed them all, and we have concentrated totally for on, online selling and and we have three different warehouses one in Helsinki and one in Vanta where we live where these are neighbor cities and the third warehouse we have is is 25 kilometers from here it's in Vihti and and we own all those places because we need to get cheap warehouse to to run this business and and that's why we we actually have to own those those places ourselves we have about 300,000 books in our stock altogether 10 people working in our company of which four are members of our family and we we get 
more than 100 or 150 orders on domestic basis every day. And, and during past years, there, there has been more and more questions asked and, and, and even orders from abroad. And that's why we finally, in the beginning of this year, ended to start as we call it, international bookselling business. And, and that's when we we found Moraine books. And, and we put all those books there that we think have interest also from, from other worlds, from other countries around the world. And, and, and that's quite, we see now already now that it seems quite good kind of line to have domestic business and, and international business separated here. And uh, we buy books from, from homes, as I think antiquarian bookshops around the world, but also a lot from other booksellers, because there are not so many booksellers in Finland who have their point of view in international sales. But I think that, that that's about it. We buy and sell books now also international. So your the publishing business, um, what sort of books did you publish? We were kind of a, a overall publisher first. We, we published about anything. And finally, we, we concentrated in a couple of clusters, as we say, the craft books. We were actually the biggest craft book publisher in Finland with about 50 new books every year in that area. And also one of our neighbor countries, Estonia, uh, was one of our, our targets. We, we translated a lot of Estonian books and, and also finished books about Estonian culture and food and, and such like things. And also some some really normal stuff like detective stories from UK, from Sweden, maybe mainly from Finland, but but anything like that. We published when it was in its biggest about 70 novelties a year. And and we sold the company about five years ago and, and they are still doing well. They are one now part of, of something bigger and, and they are doing well. Right. Okay, so let's go back 30 years then. How did you start in book selling? Well, as I think most of the people who, who have something to do with, with selling antiquarian books, it started from my hobby. I, I was, as a youngster, I was a keen visitor in, in, in Helsinki area antiquarian bookshops. I had my own own collections. I, I started to collect some, some special areas. And, and when I was younger, I, I was always wondering, how do you do this? How do you open your own business? of selling old books. And, and I even tried to get to work to some antiquarian when I was young, but never managed or never successed. But, but, but then I moved to the to bit north or 400 kilometers north from, from Helsinki to, to a city called Kuopio. I started my university studies there and then I, I had a good momentum to, to open my, my first antiquarian bookshop. With, actually, I started with my own collections, what I have, had collected by then. And, and it's now about 31 years. Yeah. Right. That's, so how, from that's what, how it started. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So listening from what you're saying, it sounds like there actually is a strong culture around books and used books and rare books in Finland. So 
if if I went into the middle of a town, would would I see bookshops? Would there be a a book fair? You know, perhaps um, mm. once a year or something like that. Do do those things happen? Yes, yes. Uh, first of all, you have to remember that we only have 5.5 million people <laughs> living in Finland, and and I, I actually, I, although only only 5.5 million, we still have to remember another thing that that Finland is the only country in the world where we sp- speak Finnish. So this is also almost the only country where we can sell our Finnish books. So so it's 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 also a market of 5.5 million people. We do have. Uh, quite a good selection of bookshops selling new books. We used to have a, a, a let's say, antiquarian bookshop in every corner <laughs> in, in the cities, but but not anymore. Bookshops are closing. Also, the the antiquarian brick and mortar stores are are closing, and and the sales is going more and more online. Uh, as we ourselves do also, we, we don't have any more any 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 actual stores, so you don't see books in 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 the in the everyday life anymore so much. Of course, you you see them in malls and and and, and places like that. But antiquarian bookshops are are quite rare nowadays. There are a couple of good ones in the in the center of Helsinki, very old ones, very honorable, selling very old and and, and rare books. Yes, but not throughout the Finland. There are a lot of quite in our scale quite big towns or cities which do, which have none, none, not a single antiquarian bookshop. But we have fairs, we have exhibitions and fairs. We have uh, three or four major book fairs around Finland. The biggest is Helsinki Book Fair with about 90,000 people going there. And, and there's a, a big department for antiquarian book, book, books also. About, let's say, 50 or 100 sellers are there. And, and during the summertime, we have in, in, in a place called Sastamala. We call them old book days. Uh, it's been over for over 30 years now, and we we take part that that that's happening too, and that there comes about 30,000 people who are interested used and rare books only only, and there's auctions and 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 things like that, and of course a lot of people collectors and and other people are are showing their collections and 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 telling and representing different different areas. Of book collecting, we do have them, but but I think as as all around the world, uh, the whole cluster of of book selling is changing rapidly, as it has as it has already 20 or 30 years. But 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 brick and mortar stores are are disappearing. Right, I understand. So for your inventory, do you specialize in anything in particular, genres or types of books? I would say yes and no. Uh, first of all, we are a bookshop selling used books, and, and that's kind of specializing we start with. But, but on the second hand, we for sure also specialize to something. In, in Moray books, when we sell people abroad, in, in mostly in, in the United States, Japan, Australia, and, and so we, we sell something from Finland that we think people are interested. Finnish and Scandinavian art, architecture, photography, design, something like that, and also history from these areas 
history of Russia next to us here, and and movements from Finland and whatever we we think that that customers would be interested outside our our borders. And and when we specialize in this, we of course try to search these books from from people's homes when we go to buy books from them, or, or then we search from other. Finnish antiquarian bookshops inventories and, and and we buy straight from 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 colleagues and and so on. I would also that, say that go ahead, go we ahead, pay attention a lot of the condition of the books because we're selling them online, so the customers will make the decision to buy the book, like through the pictures or the descriptions, what we write online. So I think that's like one of the things that we really like pay attention to that the books are in a good condition and since we have to like ship them too far away too. Right. Makes perfect sense. Okay. So on my, in my research, I learned that Finland is a bilingual country. So Finnish, as you've already mentioned, and Swedish is spoken. Um, how does this affect books in Finland? Um, if I went into a bookshop, what language are the books going to be published in? Can I find books in both languages? Perhaps, um, Mary, you take that question. Oh, yes. There are, like, the books are also in Finnish and Swedish, and there are actually several, like, Swedish-speaking publishers in Finland. And and I think, like, I think, not sure I did Miko mentioned already, but there's only, like, 5% about the population in Finland that are, like, Swedish-Finnish that speak Swedish, like, their first language so there's not so many of them if you count the all the population but still there are several very famous swedish-speaking writers which are always also the books are translated in the finnish but seldom not like the other way around and actually the tuve jansson which is really popular all around the world she was like a swedish-finnish uh, writer and all her books were originally first like written in swedish I think it's also because there's the people reading and speaking Swedish that like contact us to Sweden too, which is like really close. And Finnish people are like reading a lot of Swedish writers. Okay. So uh, are English speaking writers popular in Finland? Yes, they are actually. Books translated into Finnish from any other language are mostly from UK and, and USA. Also, Scandinavian crime is is is, is popular here, but but I think English-speaking world kind of dom- dominates this competition. And and even in in Helsinki Book Fair, we we see every normal year writers from from United States and and and, and England visiting the, the the fair and and yes yes and yes we, we of course we are close to to Scandinavian countries and I think also by culture and that's why Swedish Danish and Norwegian writers are, are translated a lot to, to Finnish but for example German and French writers not so much but but yes mostly translated books are from English-speaking writers. Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. So the the Finnish person known around the world is um, Tove 
Jansen, and I'd like someone to pronounce that correctly in a second. Um, I'm wondering how famous she is in Finland. Uh, and um, I'm sure, but I'd love to hear you confirm that her books are still read and still collected in Finland. Yes, actually, her name is pronounced Tuve Jansson. That's Swedish name, and it, it's pronounced a bit different than Finnish name, but Tuve Jansson. She's very very loved here in Finland. She has a real big part in our hearts, a kind of national harmony. Uh, children, of course, know, know not maybe Tuve Jansson, but Moomins. But, but we adults also know her other works, books, uh, her other art and personal bohemian lifestyle. And, and Tuve Jansson has always been also a strong role model for all the LGBT people around the world because of her her marriage with with another lady, but but we have Moomin almost everywhere. Marie can tell about bit something else than books, but but for example, Tuve Jansson's first editions, they are really wanted things items here in Finland uh, and signatures of course and and. Other country com competing with, with Finnish buyers is Japan. Japans are very keen to Tuve Jansson, and, and we sell almost half of our Tuve Jansson inventory always to Japan. But Mari can also tell that uh, Tuve Jansson is also something else than just books here in Finland. Oh, so, yes. You cannot find any household in Finland that doesn't have any women stuff. We have like a dishware, and people have curtains and all kind of stuff for Moomin's bags and book bags and stuff. So I think Moomin are like the one of the kind of best known thing from Finland. And that comes from Tuve Jansson, of course. So it sounds like she's beyond just being a famous writer. She's a cultural figure. Are there like like Moomin shopping malls or Moomin ha hairdressers where the name has become ingrained in popular culture yes kind of like like that there are a lot of moomin shops and and moomin cafes and 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 then there's moomin world moomin world yes yeah. it's like a Dis disney world but in a, in, a, in a miniature scale as we Finns are <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> there uh, there was also a couple of years ago was published a, a film about Tuve Jansson, a, a drama film, and, and it was the most popular film in that year in, in Finland. It was re really brilliant. But oh, oh yes, and, and, and Tuve Jansson is beyond the moments. Uh, she has written a lot of adult books, a lot of very loved books of, in, 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 of many themes, and, and yes, a, a great person. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I was, I was sure it was going to be like that. But uh... Yes, it, w it would be wonderful one day to visit Moomin World. I would like to see that. I wonder yeah. what they've done in it. <laughs> Welcome. All it right. is lovely. <laughs> okay. Uh, also on my research, I learned about um, an epic Finnish poem. So, I, again, my, my knowledge of Finnish culture is, is very poor. But something called the Kalevala, again, if you could pronounce it correctly for you, for me, um, can you explain what this poem is about and why it's important? 
Oh yeah, it actually the pronunciation goes Kalevala in 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 Finnish calm way Kalevala. So Kalevala is our national epic. It's 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 originally a a collection of old. Karelian poems. Karelia is part of Eastern Finland. It, 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 uh, half of its of it is now part of Russia, but it used to be all all Finnish area. But but a, a doctor called Elias Lundrud traveled by walking throughout the places we call in in straight translation Karelian songlands. He went to people's homes and listened them to sing and tell poems and verses and 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 he wrote everything down and and after his many trips he 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 collected these poems to be the Kalevala which is our national epic and and it's kind of like like any or or, or like typical epics in in any european countries they give as kind of a mythical but not historical explanation of the beginning of the world and begin of beginning of the nation of Finns, Finland, and and that's how how it was originally made. And actually, we have two versions of Kalevala, the earlier from 1820s and and the later 20 30 years later when when Elias Lundrud even made it a bit bit better. And uh, Kalevala, we we can find very similar stories around the world, and and also Kalevala has been translated in, in, into into many 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 languages, and and there are a lot of epic collectors around the world, and and we send different languages and even Finnish Kalevalas every week somewhere around the world. But and 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 if you the Kalevala has names and 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 situations and happenings we all fans know and and the, the the national painters of ours have 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 put them to canvas and and, and we all kind of see Kalevala and Mari can tell tell you something about for example names that that comes out from Kalevala. Oh oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's actually when you really like concentrate you can see the Kalevala's like influence and it's really strong in everyday life in Finland and there are like Miko said many artists that gets their inspiration from Kalevala but also like it's common there's many companies that have taken their names from there and of course so many Finnish like first and family names comes from Kalevala and actually my niece and my parents' first uh, grandchild. And her first name is Aino, and that's straight from Kalevala. So her name comes from there too. So for people who aren't familiar with it, what would you compare it to? Would, would it be like the Iliad or the Odyssey or like the Irish stories around Beowulf? Or is it, is it um, uh, I, I, adventure-based I or...? it's not it, you you may say it's an adventure based but but it's it's a collection of stories it's not so it has not so strong theme one theme there are there's a for example one we always think there is a they build a machine called sampo which will make money and and we have a saying in 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 our life that this is a real sample if we talk about something that is going to make you much money but right. but it has the, the, the kind of short stories collection of short stories uh, and and 
characters which are in our nature nowadays. But but, but I, I wouldn't say it, it's similar to to Elias or Odyssey or or Beowulf even not, not not like that. But but same basis, yeah. But but kind of compiled different way. Right. So I presume okay. that if I went to school in Finland, I would this would be taught. It would be yes. part of the literature lessons. That, that, yes, that's one, exactly. and the other, and the other one is Seven Brothers, which is called kind of our national novel. Yes, I was about to just say that I think I've read the Kalevala the first time at school, or read part of it, and then, of course, you have to do the essays. But like, there's the art and everything that comes with it. So then we at school, you also visit the gallery to see the art that it's like made for Kalevala, so it's it's definitely the subjects that you study at school. Right. Yeah, it does. When you say there's even phrases, it reminds me of things like um, someone having an Achilles heel from Greek mythology. You know, that term is used every yeah, day yeah. for your yeah, vulnerability. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, you know, comes from the legends of Troy. Um, yes. Wow, yeah. True. And you, you mentioned, um, was it Seven Brothers? A, a novel called Seven yes, Brothers? Yes, Seven Brothers by, by Alexis Kibi. And that's that's kind of a play. And, and, and we read it like like a, like a novel, but, but we also, we play it also also at school and, and of course in, in, in the theaters also. But, but that's also, it's a story of a seven really really country boy who cannot even read or something like that and and we all things see ourselves in those seven brothers right okay well it, it, it sounds amazing it sounds like f for your family that books have and publishing and reading and culture has been part of your family for for decades now that's true and 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 actually as individual companies we are even now running eight companies which seven companies have something to do with books so so it really has a a big part of our life that's true wow yes. yeah um yeah i mean for me i my parents i i read uh is it Tove Jansen as a child and now that I have children I've I've read the books to uh, to my kids yeah. as well so oh, wow. a little bit, little bit of Finnish culture has been extended to this this to my family that, that sounds lovely yeah all right okay my final question for each of you is what book or books are you currently reading perhaps uh, Miko first yeah okay uh, I I all the time I read crime, like like many friends of mine, another kind of let's say easy easy books. But but one of my main hobbies within within books uh, is, uh, is history of companies and history of businessmen and and history of Finnish business. But at this time I just checked. Uh, I I read a very standard one, Robert Lenzner's Getty. The richest man in the world, of of course, in Finnish, it's translated many many years ago. But but I, this is what I read. But but I collect also books uh, and and mostly Robinson Crusoe books. I have a, quite a, a nice collection and Arctic expeditions, but I never read them. 
I just collect them. <laughs> so so I, I read very typical books, but I collect different kind of books. So Robinson Crusoe, you have it in Finnish? Yeah, in Finnish, I have more than 300 different kinds of Robinson Crusoe's and, and and also some collecting cards and whatever. But, but uh, I've concentrated only the Finnish editions. Wow, that's amazing to have 300 different editions. Wow. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, and and even Moomin, Robinson Crusoe, <laughs> where Moomin Papa is 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 it like 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 sailing with big boat to to an island? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but but Marie can tell her part of what she's reading now. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but that's exactly what I said that you can find whatever Moomins in Finland. But yeah, what I'm reading now, actually, I'm now reading this. A brilliant Finnish novel, and I think this was also listed in New York Times bestseller list. But this is the Mia Konkimakis, the woman I think about at night, traveling the paths of my heroes. And I felt so embarrassed because I haven't read the book yet, so I started like a few weeks ago. Right. So do you normally read uh, one book at a time, or do you have several books on your pile going at the same time? I do have several books in my pile, and now just because I have to travel quite much, like during my every day, because we have the different locations for our warehouses. I now just found the audiobooks, so I always listening a book when I'm driving too. Wow, yeah, I think a lot of people can understand that. <sighs> all right, all right. Okay, I think that's all we have time for today. I want to say thank you to Miko and Mari from Moraine Books in Finland for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Richard. And thank you. We were so excited to get part to your podcast. Thanks a lot. Yes, thank you for having us. This is really, really lovely. It's it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, you can find books uh, from Moraine Books on Ave Books. Um, thanks for listening. My name is Richard Davis, and you've been listening to an Abe Books podcast. And we'll see you all again soon.